Super Talk Mississippi media production. This is Rebecca Turner, and thank you for listening to the Good Things Podcast here on Super Talk Mississippi. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour. Well, I'm going to Mississippi. Mississippi, here I come. You're listening to Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Bringing you the good stories of Mississippi's people, places, and things to do. Now, now, here's Rebecca. Good afternoon, Super Talk Mississippi. You are tuned into your radio happy hour. That's the good things. I'm your host, Rebecca Turner. We are joined by Rhino in studio. And we want to remind you that today, like every day, is a great day to go ahead and plan a Mississippi getaway. So take a little time today and go to visitmississippi.org and explore. While you're there, you can pop you some popcorn while you're thumbing through all the great things to do in our great state because today is National Popcorn Day. It is the annual celebration which recognizes a treat that satisfies the munchies day, night. Really, you could eat it for breakfast if you wanted to. And to my knowledge, there is still only one actual commercial popcorn farmer in Mississippi, and he's joining us here on Good Things, John Mark Looney Jr. of Trivet, Mississippi with Crop 2 Pop. So welcome, John Mark. Hey, Rebecca. How's it going? I can't remember the last time you joined us here on Good Things, but it was in studio, and you brought some delicious stoved popped crop to pop popcorn and i'm kind of sad that you are are joining us all the way from the delta but you are still popping popcorn correct well we're not popping it but we're growing it correct that's what i guess that's what i mean is you're still growing popcorn so how long has it been now that you guys have been growing popcorn there in the delta Uh, our first crop was in 2016 so this is going on five years i think be this year and remind us, because I know when you first got started there on your family farm, which the name of the farm is Six Mile Farms, which I think there's a story behind that, you kind of had to convince your dad to let you have some of that acreage for this new v- variety of corn, correct? That's right, yeah. He, was, he wasn't just real keen on, on the idea of doing a uh, consumer-oriented food product at the, at the beginning, but after you know, some of our friends had some success with similar products, the... Uh, he got on board with it, so it's turned out pretty good. Is it fair to say, John Mark, that Crop to Pop is still Mississippi's only maybe commercial popcorn, or you are the only Mississippi commercial crop uh, popcorn farmer? The the words are, are running together, but you get what I'm trying to say. Or are there others now? Uh, as far as I know, that we're, you know, we're still the only ones. Uh, I know that we don't have any. Uh, big processing facilities so that if there is anybody else out there growing it, they're, you know, they're going to be doing the same thing that I'm doing, and they're going to have a farm to to, to table operation where they, they process it all the way through to a finished product. So it's a different variety. You can't just, I mean, there's many listening to good things that maybe grow their own corn varieties during the summer or maybe even have a larger operation of corn. But when you're talking about getting down to a certain kind of corn variety that's good for that stove top popping, all the peas are, are, are screwing me today, John Mark, but I'm getting it. I'm, I'm, I'm working it. Um, what's the difference in the corn varieties? All right, so so popcorn has got some physiological characteristics that lend themselves to the actual popping and uh, a higher eating quality than than regular corn. You can pop regular corn; it doesn't taste very good. Uh, you can pop rice, you can pop wheat, uh, but you know they're um, you know a lot smaller and they just they're not as good of a snack. So popcorn is uh, just because of the size. It, uh, and then some of the other characteristics, such as a smaller seed coat, um, it, it's a better grain to eat than, uh, than than other kinds of corn. Have you stuck with the same, um, I guess, seed since five years ago, or have you sort of mixed and mingled and tried out new things, or has it been has crop to pop been crop to pop since it started? Oh uh, well, you know, if, it, if it's not burnt, don't fix it. So. Uh, you know, right now that uh, we have tried some other things kind of on the side, but uh, everything that any customers have bought, have, have, it's been the same 
type of popcorn all the way through. Uh, we've tried some mushroom popcorn that, that turned out really well, but uh, just hadn't really figured out the best way to bring that to market yet. Uh, and it's also there's also some logistical issues involved, you know, on the farm as far as storage goes and, and things like that. But uh, yeah, we've grown some mushroom popcorn, and that's what that. You know, when you go to these little popcorn shops and they're making caramel corn and, and all of the different flavored popcorns, that's what they use. It's, it's more of a ball shape, and it, it stands up better in the mixers I'm than uh, the, the butterfly popcorn that, that we sell. Yeah, I was just going to say, I'm glad you distinguished that for us because my simple mind went, well, how do you pop mushrooms to make popcorn? <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't taste like mushrooms either. It just looks kind of like them, so... Well, when you stop to think about it, which normally don't, we just go to the movies and enjoy our bucket of popcorn or we have our favorite variety that we pop up for, you know, watching um, TV at home or just as snacks. We don't, you know, examine what the kernel actually looks like, which is your job to sort of do. But if you stop and think about it, there is a distinct difference between the type that can hold maybe all of the coating and the extra ingredients that you find uh, in a in a store that's being sold as sort of a dessert. I would say, or a you know a, a boutique snack versus the one that you're going to enjoy on your stovetop, which is exactly how crop to pop has been packaged for you to enjoy is via stovetop. Has it been a learning curve, John Mark, to get Mississippians to think past the microwave in terms of bag popcorn and go back to the good stuff, which is on the stovetop? Yeah, it really has. I mean, it's been a learning curve on all different fronts as far as us growing it. But no, we had gotten we've gotten so accustomed to microwave popcorn, and uh, even when you go to the movies, that heavy butter flavor that they put on there that we've kind of forgotten how good popcorn tastes by itself. And you know, you can you know, my favorite way to pop popcorn and is to use duck fat instead of oil and then use a little bit of black truffle salt and so you can actually taste the popcorn you can taste the salt the truffle oil the truffle i mean the the duck fat gives it a buttery flavor but they all complement each other instead of overpowering so it's um it's a simple recipe and and i have not found any other way that i like to eat it personally better than that john mart you've spoken like a true delta boy adding in duck fat as an ingredient. <laughs> so where does one just get their hands on good old duck fat? Uh, you can go to the grocery store and, uh, you know, Kroger, Walmart, any, any you know, uh, good grocery stores is probably going to have it. It's going to be in the olive oil section. They usually have, uh, you know, some coconut oil, which will work too. Uh, um, the duck fat, olive oil. You can use any kind of cooking oil, really, to pop popcorn so you'll have your your uh, pick what you prefer well now that we're on the topic of cooking it talking with john mark looney jr he is the owner and farmer of crop to pop there in the delta what is the like easiest ratio of that do you put a like a fourth of a cup of kernels into your pan or how if, if someone wanted to write down this recipe john mark how would they do that all right, so, uh, you know, obviously not every, every pan is the same size. You do want to have a, a deep walled pot with a lid on it so that the popcorn stays inside. Um, and, and what you want to do is, is put a single layer of kernels across the bottom of that pan, and then you can add enough oil just to wet the kernels down good. You don't want them swimming. Uh, you don't want them submerged in oil, just enough to wet them down good, and then... Uh, You'll put that over the stove at uh, medium-high heat, and you can experiment with your temperature a little bit. Um, a hotter temperature is going to have a more of a compact popped kernel. A uh, lower temperature is going to take a little bit longer to, to pop, but it's going to have more of a fluffier kernel. Uh, and then you want to keep it moving when you put it on the stove uh, over the heat so you don't burn it. Um, and then kind of listen for the popping to slow down. You don't want to wait for it to all quit. You want to go ahead and take it off, you know, as it, as it starts to slow down um, and, and keep the lid on it and shake it up a little bit because there will be a few stragglers in there. Uh, and you can put your salt on before uh, you, you, you put it over the fire. Uh, if you do use the truffle salt or any other kind of seasoning, you want to put those on afterwards because they will burn in the in the oil. So I'll it's have to say, hot in there. John Mark, the first time you 
you do it on the stove or particularly your kids see it done on the stove and it starts to do that little pop pop dance in there and come up towards it where you can actually see it and then you get the emotion of having to sort of move it it's really fun it doesn't take much longer than what you would do in the microwave except that you have to be a little bit more active with it right you're standing there versus just listening to it pop and it's twice as better or um, at least that's what I, I find with stovetop when you have the time or you have the availability and I know the availability of crop to pop is expanding and it's definitely expanded since you started the business five years ago John Mark so can you stick with us and share a little bit more coming up next on good things uh, yeah yeah all righty we got more pop popcorn why is the pee so hard popcorn talk coming up next Sleep and there's nothing I can do to keep from crying when he calls your name Jolene. And I can easily understand how you could easily take my man, but you don't know what he means to me, Jolene. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. Celebrating our 40th anniversary at Cock of the Walk. Voted the best catfish in Mississippi with our grilled or fried catfish along with greens, coleslaw, and a skillet of our homemade cornbread. With locations on the Reservoir, Pocahontas, and one mile from the Grand Ole Opry in Nashville, Tennessee. Catfish, hush puppies, and fried dill pickles. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. I like chicken. I like fish. I like hush puppies. I love it. Catfish is excellent. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. Hey, Tom. Looks like you're a few guys short today. Yeah, one's been out with the flu, another is at the ER, and Lydia at the office has a sick child. Where's Randy? Another contractor offered benefits. You should call New Care MD. They offer full-service medical care, flat monthly rates. Your guys and their families get same-day appointments and minor emergency service. Contact New Care MD at NewCareMD.com today to learn more about how you can provide affordable direct primary care to your employees. I'm Phil Bryant, former governor of Mississippi. I want to share how Mercy House Adult and Teen Challenge is beating dependency and addiction with real results. Families are being restored and relationships healed. Donate a vehicle today in any condition, running or not. Old paperwork is handled and vehicles are picked up and taken away. Donations are tax deductible and 100% of the money stays right here in Mississippi. Call today at 601-572-7296. Thank you for helping us get our daddies back. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store in Richland. Now's the best time of the year to say more with Mahindra. And it all starts with zero. Pay zero down and zero percent interest up to 60 months. That's more for less on many of Mahindra's best-selling models with tractors that deliver more lift, capacity, fuel efficiency, and built-in weight. So get zero down, zero percent interest for up to 60 months on Mahindra, the world's number one selling tractor, Mahindra, available at the Tractor Store in Richland. Madison Cellars, proud to be a sponsor of SEC Sports. They're your headquarters for all your wines and spirits. From special party needs to picking up that favorite bottle of wine for dinner, it's all at Madison Cellars Premium Wine and Spirits. Highway 51 at Madison Station Shopping Center. Selling your vehicle? We'll buy it. Need to put it on our lot? We'll consign it. Just need a new ride for the new you? We'll trade it. Pinnacle Motors needs you. Well, needs your vehicle. Steve Owen and the friendly staff of Pinnacle Motors is buying, consigning, and trading quality pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs at the corner of Highway 471 at Baker Lane and Vine Street in Brandon and online at PinnacleMotorsLLC.com. That's PinnacleMotorsLLC.com. Pinnacle Motors needs you. Well, needs your vehicle. Quality vehicles. Affordable prices. Pinnacle Motors. Pillium Corporation is a proud sponsor of Ole Miss Sports. Protect and grow your business with Pillium. By improving business practices with technology-driven solutions, Pillium solves problems and creates new opportunities for your company. Learn more at Pillium.com. Arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM. Super Talk Mississippi. Rebecca Turner. She keeps hard-boiled eggs in her purse. Good Things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi. Go. 
BT. Sick and tired of hearing all these people talk about What's the deal with this pop life and when is it gonna fade out? <laughs> not that kind of pop life. That's not what we're talking about here on Good Things Today. But we do want to remind you that there are some great things to do in Mississippi and some unique places to visit. So make sure you go to visitmississippi.org to find out more. We're learning more about the pop life, but not that kind. But popcorn life, at least as a farmer, we are celebrating National Popcorn Day here on Good Things with Mississippi's only commercial popcorn farmer. That's John Mark. He is growing corn to produce crop to pop. Okay, John Mark, we've gotten some questions over on the ceasefire text line. Rusty in Greenville said, this may be a silly question, but there's no silly questions here on good things. But can you cook popcorn corn like regular whole kernel corn? You mentioned you can't pop normal corn and it tastes the same. But what if you took your kernels for crop to pop and just boiled them and buttered them? Um, no, you would have to pick the ear off the, uh, off the stalk at an earlier stage. Um, you know, you can grind popcorn up into grits or cornmeal and it actually has got a pretty good flavor to it. Um, done some of that, uh, with, uh, Delta Grind in Oxford. But, uh, so, uh, yeah, so if you were going to eat it like corn on the cob or soft corn, um, you'd have to pick it earlier. And I've done this before out in the field, and it doesn't taste very good. It's not it's not as sweet as even field corn is uh, is sweeter than popcorn is. So you know, typically what we eat as far as corn on the cob is is sweet corn, and then field corn is what we use for uh, animal feed or ethanol or something like that. And then popcorn is just used for popcorn. So. Uh, you would have to pick it at a different time, and uh, and it's not very good to eat. It doesn't taste very good. Keith and Vaden asked John Mark, have you ever used bacon grease in the replace of the duck fat, which you just gave us a delicious and easy recipe. People can go back and find that on demand, or we'll post it later. But in the replacement of, say, olive oil or the duck fat, could you use bacon grease? You could use bacon grease, and, and I've not done it personally. I think I have had some some popcorn that was popped in bacon grease at one time and it gives that bacony flavor that uh you know that, that bacon grease carries so well with cornbread or uh or, or any other way that, in any other kind of cooking with bacon grease so it is doable and uh, i recommend trying that and William in Cortland brings up some good memories with the long metal handle that you held over the fireplace, the old-timey uh, corn poppers. So, yeah, I think this is something that should make its its way back into Mississippi homes. If you haven't ever done it or you haven't done it in a while, that's picking up some crop to pop. And then, you know, having this – it's an experience, right, John Mark? It's not just throwing in a bag of popcorn and calling it a night. You get to sort of be the chef behind your pop. That's right, and you get your recipe that is personalized to your taste, and uh, and you can experiment with it and come up with any you know new ways to season it or flavor it. Uh, you can go sweet, you can go savory, uh, you can just put a little salt on there. So uh, yeah, it's, it's kind of up to you what you do with it. Now, over on your Instagram account, which I know you often post recipes of the popcorn, but you also show a little behind the scenes of what it's like to be a popcorn farmer, right? And it looks a lot like every other type of farming out there in the Delta. It's just sort of a different sort of product. Um, why is it important to you to connect your consumer or those, you know, on social media with what's going on, you know, behind the scenes? Uh, you know, in the last, I don't know, I'd say probably 10 years or so, there has been been a growing desire by uh, you know consumers to know where their food comes from. So uh, we can use Instagram and, and our, our smartphones as a way to connect with people and, and show them actual real snapshots of what is going on on the farm at that particular moment. You know, so they they, they see what you're doing. Uh, you know, you don't always see that with the price we have. We don't see, you know, snapshots of our TVs being made or uh, our furniture or anything like that. But with our food and, and you know, the, the great thing about a farm is that there's not a shortage of good scenery. So, um, you know, it's, it's entertaining to, to learn a little bit about, uh, about agriculture. It's entertaining to see the scenery. It's, enter- you know, um, and who doesn't like, tractors and and stuff like that so uh 
I and, think that it's just a really good way to, to connect with people and, and show them what we do. And you have a four-legged friend that likes to steal the corn, is that correct? Say that one more time. You have a four-legged hairy friend that likes to steal your corn. I do, I do, yeah. And she has figured out how to pull an ear of corn off the stalk, and she'll, she shucks it, and she'll eat it at the, at the, at the soft stage. And then she doesn't do this with when it gets hard because... Uh, the corn cobs, you know, can um, can mess their stomachs up. But yeah, she is a yellow Labrador that uh, not only will retrieve a tennis ball, but she will retrieve a uh, an ear of corn, and she knows when it's ripe and ready to eat. And uh, she does also crunch up the little kernels uh, sometimes around, that, you know, that fall on the ground sometimes. But uh, as far as the cobs go, we're pretty careful that she doesn't get any of the the hard cobs to to eat. Well, she's cute as a button, and I know, again, it goes back to Crop to Pop is grown and harvested there on your family's farm, which it's Six Mile Farms, if I got the name correct. Give us a little background on your family's farming there in the Delta. All right, so my grandfather worked out at Stoneville for the, uh, the USDA, um, and that's where Jim Henson's father worked. I think they were contemporaries at the same time, and when my dad finished uh, college, he wanted to farm full-time, so... The two of them started a partnership and uh, and grew it from there. And so then uh, my grandfather passed away back in 2005, and uh, and I was finishing up college and uh, kind of was a good transition to come back home and, and start that. Um, and then we didn't really start doing the popcorn until you know 2016. So there was a you know we are primarily a row crop. Agriculture, you know, commodity farm. We grow corn and soybeans at the moment. We've grown rice in the past. Uh, my dad and my grandfather grew cotton for a long time back up into the eighties, and um, so so we're pretty we're pretty typical farm as far as you know what we grow and how we do it. Except for the popcorn, that's kind of our our thing. So. And you mentioned you grow it there on your Delta farm, and then it's processed there. Mississippi doesn't have a big processing plant for popcorn, at least not yet. You're going to get there. I feel it. <laughs> uh, right, right. So what does that processing look like? I mean, how does it make it into the bags that we see in our stores? Uh, well, it's it's pretty simple, and our harvesting equipment and our, our processing equipment kind of work the same way if you're familiar with the passage in the Old Testament where they talk about throwing the wheat up and separating the wheat from the chaff, the chaff, the, the wind blows the trash out. And so we have machines that do exactly that. The combine does that as it's going through the field, but then we have you know another machine that uh, really fine-tunes that and, and gets, gets as much as possible out. So um, there's always a little bit of the, the little tissues that come off the cob or, you know, some things like that that, that uh, didn't make it through, but, um, but we get 99% of it out, and uh, and then we bag it up, and we vacuum seal the bags, and uh, we started doing that for shipping purposes, but it also contributes to freshness uh, in the long term. Uh, so, you know, if you, the um, the, the vacuum sealing will, will um, protect the popping quality up to, you know, several years out as long as it stays vacuum sealed. So. Well, I don't think it's staying on our shelves that long, John Mark. And right, yeah. If somebody, if if somebody wants look. to find it on a shelf, where can they go locally to, to purchase it? Where all is Crop to Pop in stores now? All right, so you can go to our website, and that's com, and there is a list of retailers on there. We sell in, I believe it's nine states at the moment, um, Louisiana, in Arkansas, uh, have a, a store too in Texas, all the way over to Georgia and uh, Tennessee, and um, and a couple in Missouri. So uh, uh, you can get our website, find a list in, in the Jackson metro area. There are uh, several locations um, in most of you know, Jackson and the surrounding uh, suburbs, um, and those are all listed there as well. Um, so that's what I would encourage you to do, because if I start listing them, I'll forget somebody. No, that is fine. I think that's a great place for us to go, and that is sixmilefarmsllc.com, um, and also can find you um, on Instagram and Facebook as well. To, to But you can also just look for Crop to Pop pretty much um, in a lot of your local grocers and boutique-type places is where I have uh, found you, John Mark. Where are you in the next cycle of 
corn life? Is it, <laughs> have we planted? We're not harvesting, so what are we doing at the moment? Uh, right now it's raining here, and uh, so we're still probably two months out from, from planting time. Uh, we'll plant corn uh, really in the, the second to uh, the end of March, second week of March to the end of March, and and the growing season runs through the summer, and it's a little bit shorter of a growing season than regular corn. So we'll try to harvest the popcorn um, in early August to mid-August, and then the regular field corn will come off in late August into September. So um, Never right in- now we're just sitting and watching it rain at the moment. Well, so. rain makes corn, corn makes whiskey and popcorn, right, John Mark? That's right. I'm going to have to find uh, one of these local distillers uh, around here to uh, see if we can make some popcorn whiskey. So. Well, happy National Popcorn Day, and thank you for joining us on Good Things. But stick with us. More coming up next. When the power goes out, your life is disrupted. Heat, air conditioning, refrigeration, phones, all gone. Be prepared for the next outage with a Generac Home Standby Generator. After sensing a power outage, a Generac Generator automatically restores your home's power, whether you're home or away. Power your life with a Generac Home Standby Generator. In Central Mississippi, contact Generator Technologies at 601-862-3419. That's 601-862-3419 or online at generator-tec.com. Hey, this is Jimmy Primos at the range in Gluckstadt, Mississippi's newest gun store with indoor range, firearms training center, and full-service gunsmithing department. Right now, we're offering special pricing on our individual, couples, and family memberships. We're so sure you will enjoy a membership and the exclusive benefits that our members enjoy that we don't even ask you to sign a contract. Come browse our huge selection of guns and accessories or look into signing up for one of our many firearms training classes. The range by Jimmy Primos just off I-55 at the Gluckstadt exit. Since the current pandemic struck Mississippi, thousands of nurse practitioners have answered the call. We're here for you. Nurse practitioners provide over two-thirds of all primary care, reaching our most impoverished communities. We're here for you. Nurse practitioners spend time understanding their patients' needs and save Medicaid and Medicare millions. We're here for you. But current laws limit how nurse practitioners can help your community. Let your local legislator know how much nurse practitioners mean to you. Paid for by the Mississippi Association of Nurse Practitioners. I'm Rex Baker with Gateway Rescue Mission. People are angry these days, but you don't have to be. Let's get 2021 started right, because somebody out there needs your help. At Gateway Rescue Mission, your donation can provide a meal. Your prayer can unlock the power of God to change a life. If we spend more time praying and less time fussing, we can help some people. Go to gatewaymission.org. Make a donation and help change your life today. Gallo here for the professionals at Watkins Construction and Roofing. I got to know these guys over the summer when just about everybody in the neighborhood replaced roofs from a spring storm. To keep a small roof problem from getting bigger, call the pros that can find damage the untrained eye can't. Watkins Construction and Roofing, the state's largest roofer. And there's a simple reason for that, customer satisfaction. Get a free inspection and they won't ask for upfront deposits. 601-966-8233, Watkins. WatkinsConstructionInc.com The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe. Homestyle plates full of catfish, shrimp, and rib tips, just to name a few. Eat in or carry out, DoorDash or Grubhub. Call 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. As locals, ADS Security is committed to keeping the community safe. We're the same great company, same local office, with the same local service you've counted on for years. Visit us in Gluckstadt. ADS Security, 601-898-3105. Call today. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to News Mississippi. With CVS and Walgreens handling vaccination efforts in the state's long-term care facilities, Governor Tate Reeves says he's optimistic following conversations with those companies. They continue to tell me that we're on the track for most all of our nursing homes to be served by the end of this month. Currently, about 80% of residents are accepting the vaccine. Legislation is in the works to create more of a highway patrol presence in large Mississippi cities. Public Safety Commissioner Sean Tendall explains why that's important. 
As it stands, Mississippi Highway Patrol cannot set up radar inside the city limits of a uh, city. So typically they've been told if it's inside of a city limit of over 15,000, you can't do stationary radar through this area. So we're looking to eliminate that bill to give us jurisdiction again to run radar inside the city limits like Jackson, particularly on interstate. I'm Kelly Bennett. Confidence. Peace of mind. A way forward. During tough times, these are the things we all want. And with the personalized help of a Trustmark relationship manager, it's something we can find together. That's why Trustmark is standing by business owners. No matter what challenges you may be facing, we are here with a suite of financial services to help you find a path forward. Learn more at Trustmark.com business. Hey, it's Richard Cross from Sports Talk Mississippi reminding you to check out the College Football Fix every weekday at 5, driven by Ford. Speaking of Ford, get tough trucks and great deals at your local Mississippi Ford dealer. Starting with Ford F-150, built with outstanding power and smart features and the impressively capable 2021 Super Duty. No wonder F-Series is America's best-selling truck for 44 straight years. Test drive one today and don't miss the College Football Fix, driven by Ford. Gardening is one of the most popular hobbies in America, with the average gardener spending five hours a week in the garden. In Mississippi, keeping a healthy, beautiful garden is practically an obsession. But if you have questions about gardening, there's no better person to answer them than the garden mama, Nellie Neal. So whether it's gardening basics or troubles for the more experienced gardeners out there, the garden mama has the answers for you. Saturday morning, starting at 8 on Super Talk Mississippi and Super Talk TV. Here comes more with Rebecca Turner. It is not every day that you find a woman like that. This is Good Things on the Super Talk app, supertalk.fm, and on your local Super Talk Mississippi radio station. to remind you that there's an adventure in Mississippi awaiting you and your family this year. So take a little time today and go to visitmississippi.org and find out more. And there are more ways that you can watch good things if you didn't know about them. You can watch what happens live or on demand on your computer, your phone, your tablet. You just take your browser to supertalk.fm slash watch. And also don't forget that you can watch us on all of your smart TVs from your Roku, Amazon Fire TV, the YouTube, C Spire TV, and more. So wherever you are online, just search Super Talk and make sure you are connected uh, where you can. And if you are on Facebook, then please connect with us over on the Good Things Facebook group. We have a lot of fun. Usually um, we share inspiring headlines that are Mississippi related. We start the conversation a little bit early before we meet you here at 2 each weekday for Good Things. And every now and then... I miss the mark and I create an actual debate, which is always fun and interesting and, <laughs> and adds an extra layer to life, right? And so that's kind of what happened today. In fairness, those of you on the Good Things Facebook group didn't know the story that sparred the question, which is part of the fun. Don't worry, no, no hate slinging over here or anything like that. But I wanted to know, honestly, huh, hate honey? slinging, hate slinging. <laughs> I don't know. It's 2021. There's all kinds of things slinging everywhere. <laughs> hate speech slinging. I don't know. Um, it's it's still in good fun and good love. But you take this topic seriously, and that's cool. That's part of it. Um, but remember, this is good things. So it, this this isn't about serious matters in in air quotes. But tell us a time, or think of a time when complete honesty is needed or necessary. And when maybe it's okay to sugarcoat a response. That doesn't mean that the truth is bypassed, right? Like sugarcoating can still be the truth, but there's a difference between being blunt honest versus soft honest, right? And just giving examples of where the two are best utilized, you know? And so I get it. This 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 opened it up for a great conversation. <laughs> I will have to say that Abe wins the internet today, at least in the Good Things Facebook group. He was the first to comment, and it was perfection, and he nailed it with his response. He said, "Honesty is needed 
when a man asks if he looks good in what he's wearing. A sugary response is needed when a lady asks the same question. Exactly. That's really the only thing that can I, I can bring to mind where it is pretty much understood 100% of the time you are not supposed to speak what's on your mind. And that is in response to the question, do these pants make me look fat? Right. That's where every man's mind goes. But that was a great sort of, you know, uh, separation of what the two could look like in the real world. That question real is so world. dangerous. The The amount of time it takes you to answer is is being analyzed. Yes. And so, okay, so again, we're using our air quotes here for not necessarily serious matters. There's There are certainly matters where just good old, whether it hurts your feelings or not, honesty is necessarily needed. But then there's those other times where, and then you can take it a step further. So let me at least give you the article which spurred this idea for this conversation. Okay, so this all started because a Chinese restaurant owner is going viral because he used extreme honest reviews on his menu items, which were family recipes. And so... Think about it. If you went to your favorite restaurant and you're looking at the menu and you came across something that said, uh, what, what is it, the restaurant's orange beef, and he wrote, eh, not that great, next to it, <laughs> I would go with X, Y, and Z and offer like another one. On another one of his dishes, he wrote, it has curry or curry flavor, but don't expect to be don't expect it to be so tasty, but it's a safe choice. It'll make you happy. Like he was just completely... <laughs> And utterly honest, and apparently some food writer who came in and sat down and enjoyed it and got a chuckle, she took a photo, tweeted about it, blogged about it, whatever they did, and the rest is history. I think it was shared like 70,000 times, and the poor man didn't even even have an active Twitter account until someone sent him a message and said, dude, you're, you're, going, you're going viral on the internet to which he got an account just to respond to the lady to be kind. But anyway, it goes back to he just thought that as the chef and the owner of the restaurant, as the customer, you would want to know his honest opinion. So he pretty much told you that their orange beef wasn't that great compared to their general whatever chicken. He would go with that one. <laughs> so it started this conversation of just, okay, maybe we re reroute it and rethink it. Where would you like to see more blunt honesty, not cruel, not, you know, I mean, come on, people, it's good things, not cruel, but just no fluff, down to the nitty gritty, just bullet point honest responses. I mean, menu items would be awesome, but I'm thinking also, too, like on the car lot, particularly used car lots. Wouldn't you just rather, instead of like all the fluff that they add when they're trying to sell you something, they just get down to like the nitty-gritty with it you know you you have like a sense of like I respect that right like I just sort of respect the, the the willingness to just come out and be honest with what we're all thinking anyway oh yeah you you go to a car lot and the guy walks up and the 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 painted price on the windshield is we'll just do nice round numbers is five thousand dollars and the guy walks up the guy or the girl walks up and goes you know what I really need to get rid of this car I can I can still sell it to you and make a little profit if I go three thousand. How's that sound? I'm much more willing to consider buying that car than if they come up to you and haggle with you and go, uh, I don't know. Boss is gonna hate me for this. I might lose my job, but I, I might could get it to you for and the, the him and hawing and stuff. That that's much less likely to get you a sale than hey. I I got three thousand in this. Can you can you help me break even? Yes. So someone someone did respond and say honesty, hard honesty, is needed anytime something is going to be purchased. I think there's definitely missing that with all the selling online, being able to puff up or add flavor to. Oh, that's a a totally different conversation. But in the same vein, the the four or five star review system especially for online purchases or you look at yelp reviews for restaurants like you were talking about the mm -hmm. chinese restaurant it's almost as if everything has five stars and you only question it if it has less than five stars five stars is expected here whereas there are other countries around the world where nothing has five stars 
it, you're lucky to see four stars. And it's just a different valuation of that system. I remember uh, one time being in a group scenario where there was self-reflection um, and doing uh, end-of-the-year, what do you call those things, where you go through and you, you grade yourself. And anyway, you sit, anyway, and someone came to the table and they got, they got exceeds expectations on everything. They, <laughs> they, they rated themselves that way. And it was like, well, we have a problem. <laughs> you can't, you can't be that into yourself and think that on, on all of these objectives, you have exceeded expectations. And so that was a good lesson too for, for all the individuals involved that not everybody understands scoring systems for sure but everybody does understand i get it blunt on blunt or hard honesty but i think too that there are definitely areas in life even those of you who said i'm an always an honest abe and i always bring it to you straight and you may but the way you speak to different people about the same thing is going to vary you may say the same thing but the way that you deliver it or your approach usually softens with those whom you care about and those whom you gently want to offer the you know the advice or the information or the way you tell someone not the best pants to wear back out on a rainy day or you know whatever that little tidbit of information may be so even those that think that they're the toughest at heart you still have a soft spot for certain scenarios, particularly when you think about the way you talk to your kids. I think you should be totally honest with your kids with most things other than holidays for until they're in at an age. And then that's a whole nother issue. But <laughs> we're not getting into that parenting 101 today on good things. But yeah, I mean, if they, I think one of the best advice, you know, my mom ever gave me was one of those talent competitions came up. I don't remember how old I was, but I wanted to sing and she told me to pick something else. <laughs> She told me I had a lot of talents, but that wasn't one of them. But she was right, and there was nothing wrong with that. But she didn't come out and say, you know, you make my ears cry, or, you know, I would rather listen to dogs scream or howl at the moon. No, it was a soft way of sort of approaching that. I just get tickled whenever I hit a nerve, and today I've hit a nerve over on The Good Things Facebook group about honesty. When is it? needed to be just direct versus when's it okay to still tell the truth but offer it up in a little bit of softer tone you tell us we got more good things up next Happy New Year to all you lawn-loving radio listeners out there. This is your local outdoor power equipment specialist, Cameron Hartley, here to tell you all about the great wintertime specials we have going on right now at Hartley Equipment. Homeowners, from now until the end of February, bring in your Xmark mower and receive 10% off on seasonal tune-up services. For this special, we're also offering free pickup and delivery within 10 miles of the store on all Xmark mowers. If you're ready to trade in your old Xmark for a brand new one, then Hartley Equipment will offer you top dollar on your trade-in. Right now, we have financing options with 0% interest and no money down. Get a new Xmark Zero Turn for as little as $79 a month. With the purchase of any new Xmark Zero Turn, we're going to give you a free first service and a $100 prepaid Visa gift card. Come by Hartley Equipment in Gluckstadt and see for yourself why we're the number one Xmark dealer in Mississippi. And as always, shop smartly, shop Hartley. Ace Bolton Screw Company, locally owned and operated for over 50 years. Come by and check out our newly remodeled store. We serve your entire fastener, safety equipment, and tool needs. We've got all the biggest brands of power tools and hand tools. DeWalt, Milwaukee, Makita, Channel Lock, Irwin, and Lennox, just to name a few. Let us help you get the job done right. Come see us at Ace Bolton Screw Company, Jackson, Tupelo, Atlanta, and Gluckstadt.
Are the trees and shrubs running your yard instead of you? Let the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros take out your problem limb by limb. Baroni's Tree Pros is your complete tree, shrub, and stump removal service. No job is too big for the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. And with our superior cleanup, you can't go wrong. Baroni's Tree Pros, 601-345-8090. 601-345-8090. That's 601-345-8090. Or online at baroniestreepros.com. That's baroniestreepros.com. This is the closing anchor market report. At the close in your cotton exchange, March cotton was down 46 to 80.24. May cotton was up 111 to 82.73. Close of the Chicago Board of Trade. March soybeans were down 31 cents, 13.85 and three quarters per bushel. May soybeans were down 31 and a half to 13.83 and a quarter per bushel. March corn was down five and a half to 5.26 per bushel. May corn was down six and a half to 5.28 and a quarter per bushel. At the Mercantile, April live cattle was up 115 to 119.35. June live cattle was up 45 to 116.72. March feeders up 97 to 136.80. April feeders up 130 to 139.60. And at this hour, the Dow Jones is up 138 points, 30,953. I'm Dixon Williams, and this is the Mississippi Agri-News Network. Are you looking for something unusual or hard to find? You might just find it on HighBid.com. It's the online auction site for, well, just about everything. HighBid.com has estate sales, closeouts, liquidations, even government-seized vehicle auctions. It's easy to bid on office furniture, antiques, sports memorabilia, restaurant equipment, motorboats, even arcade games. You can search for items by name or simply see where the next page takes you. Visit HighBid.com. That's H-I-B-I-D.com. And find what you're looking for today. When your fields need weed protection, you can rely on the Lion. With up to six weeks of residual control of Palmer Amaranth, water hemp, and more tough broadleaf weeds, you can depend on Valor EZ herbicide by Vainlet USA to provide a clean pre-emergence foundation. No matter what trait system you use, you'll get excellent rotational flexibility in your fields with control you can rely on. For easy mixing and loading, optimum coverage, and proven residual weed control, the choice is easy. Valor EZ. Always read and follow label instructions. Mississippi's official midday meeting place, The JT Show, tomorrow morning at 10 on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. Rebecca Turner. She's amazing. Good Things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi. Baby, when I met you, there was peace on I set out to get you with a fine-tooth comb I was soft inside There was something going on Don't delay. Go ahead and head over to visitmississippi.org today and start planning a little vacation getaway. And we've enjoyed hearing our Dolly Parton music today, Rhino. She is celebrating a birthday today. But, and see, she is a great example of who always offers the truth softly, a little sugar-coated. She has a way with words of sort of nailing it down, but getting to the point without completely, you know, cutting you off at the knees. And somehow it is both believable and unbelievable that she's 75 today. What? Happy birthday, Dolly. Pretty cool. Well, we've enjoyed the music here on Good Things, and that is an honest response. If you're just tuning in with us, we are having the great debate, which maybe you are trying to find hard to, you know, uh, figure it out in your own head, right? Because we all we all think we're honest. We all want to be honest, but we're not always honest in the same way. So there are certain scenarios where just being, you know, hard honest is needed, straightforward, cut to the chase, no fluff, get to the point here there's no you know misunderstanding and then there's other scenarios where you're still telling the truth you just sugarcoat it and serve it up a little softer this all got started again if you want to i tweeted it out it's the article or the story about the chinese restaurant or the chef well i guess he's both he's the restaurant owner and chef and it was his family's recipes that he had been using and on the menu he gives you his his blunt honest review of the different dishes and you almost would love for 
that to be in more places, particularly when you're going to purchase something. And not so like you're cutting down, but he basically would say, I don't like the orange beef, but you should go for, you know, the chicken, X, Y, and Z. Well, this has stirred up a lot, especially over on the Good Things Facebook group. I appreciate you all wanting to be honest, Abe, all the time, but you're human and you have emotions. It's a deeply (laughs) Southern thing as well. I mean, the South is known as the Bible Belt, and the Bible teaches that honesty is key. But we also have manners. Yeah, okay, that's a great way of... of the, the, The bless your hearts of this society are sugar-coated ways of telling the truth. Right, and sometimes that's received a little bit um, easier. Uh, Kathy says, I'm always pretty honest, but if something needs to be sugar-coated, I start the sentence with, do you want me to be honest? Which is implying that tread lightly on asking me for your opinion. And I think those of you like Thomas and Greenwood who says I'm honest to a fault, if you are habitually honest to a fault that way, you're probably not the person who people are coming to for for advice that needs to be handled with care. Or maybe they are. Maybe they but some personalities just don't respond well to, you know, it just being, you know, thrown at their face in a fastball. Curveballs are good sometimes, you know, a little bit softer ball, little pitch there, a little, you know, hit it that way there. I don't know where I'm going with that. But <laughs> the idea is there's room for both. And I think, you know, one thing this is, at least the commonality is, is that we all believe that the truth is necessary, which there was no doubt in that. But the other part of it is, is, you know, when is it more helpful to have one or the other? And I round that back too to the things that you are going to purchase, like the gentleman with his menu. I would love to see more of that. I also love honest reviews and even funny ones when it comes to products purchased or book reviews or whatever that may be. Because in today's world, we're buying things online, or even if you're going in and shopping local, what do you do first before you buy an appliance or a phone or anything worth of like real value, you go and look at the star reviews and start reading through them. And it would do you good, as Rhino said, don't just look at the five star reviews though, but also go through and sort of look at the three and the two and the one. And somewhere the truth is kind of obviously in the middle because the five star the review that says, love it, well, that tells me nothing. Like why? Hey, you're going to learn a whole lot more from the paragraph under the two-star <laughs> review than a whole page of this is great with five stars. Right, for sure. Petty Betty is always going to give you a better a better insight into whether it's worth your money. And usually you can weed out maybe what is just Petty Betty being Petty Betty or what's actually some good nuggets to the way that you're going to use that thing in 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 your um in your own life. It's always interesting to read reviews. Somewhere right now, ladies named Karen are just <laughs> hoping and praying that Petty Betty takes off this year <laughs> to take a little bit of pressure off them. Have you never have you never heard of Petty Betty? Oh, I have. I'm just thinking like of all the names that that's a, a way to get away from using the name Karen to describe. Karen large is definitely. <laughs> She is definitely your honest Abe with a bad haircut. <laughs> right? They're not saying anything about your haircut if your name is Karen. Oh, see, I should have sugarcoated it, right? <laughs> <laughs> All right, stick with us. We've got more for you coming up next on Super Talk. You got Sword Salt, Mississippi from 3 to 6. But Rhino and I will be back tomorrow at 2. Until then, find time for the good things. Talk Mississippi Media Production.